Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, uh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, welcome back to Condo Expert. This is Linda Pinizzato on the Hayes FM. We're talking to Paul Hayner of Insurance Land. We're getting the inside scoop about condo owners' insurance policies, condo corporation. We'll also be touching on investors and uh, tenant insurance. But right now, what we want to do is elaborate a little bit more on insurance coverages uh, within the building. You know, Paul, I had heard that with some of the new construction right now, uh, many of the builders, when they're putting together the declarations for the condominium buildings, they're excluding some things. Like, for instance, it's a possibility that the condo owner could be responsible for the balcony. That could be. Uh, that's when it comes to that status report we were talking about earlier. They need to find out what they're responsible for and, and what's you know covered under the policy. Uh, that would actually be scary because the usually the condo policy it was really just responsible for stuff inside the condo. So for balconies to start being covered under the policy, I haven't really seen that being addressed yet because it's um, always was considered that that's the condo corporation's problem. Now, any contents and stuff that the condo owner does have on the balcony, that's still part of their contents coverage. Now, the liability on the balconies is their responsibility. So if they do have some plants on an open balcony and they blow off the balcony and they hit the window next door and break it or they damage the people even walking below on the ground, then their liability for that, the people that own that condo would be responsible for that. And then there's one other one, and, and this is an interesting, because COA has received a lot of emails on this. This was really kind of a bit of a shocker. But, you know, on your um, dryers, you have the vent up in the ceiling, and then, of course, you have your vent in your dryer. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there's some builders now that have actually closed off the ceiling part, so you can't access in to have it clean. So would you consider that regular maintenance of those kind of dryer vents throughout the condo building should be a responsibility of all board of directors to make sure that they couldn't open themselves to any degree of fire hazards that could potentially lead to a claim. Absolutely. Now, it's still the responsibility of the condo owner to make sure that his own dryer and the ducts get cleaned out once a year. Fires do happen from dryers. People don't think they do, but the uh, lint gets built up in there. If you don't clean the baskets out every time you use the machine, but lint gets in the actual drum itself, right. and then the, the uh, spinners can heat up and it is on fire. But the ductwork that's in the ceiling on your status report, if that's still part of the condo corporation, well, the condo corporation insurance is then responsible if a fire should start because those ducts aren't cleaned out you know, yearly, even in just our building, our office is actually in a condo office building and we rent space in our building. I know it's a different type of situation, but God, the guy was just in last week changing all the air filters because it's their responsibility to make sure that those ducts are kept clean. So the other thing is to change the air filters and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, the Condo Owners Association, we actually represent all condo owners, so it doesn't matter whether it is commercial or whether it's residential. Most of the condo units, uh, necessarily whether or not they're townhomes versus being you know, low-rise condominiums or high-rise or stacked townhouses, what about fan coil units? I mean, there's also responsibility there. Some of the uh, board of directors take the responsibility. They change them so they have regular maintenance. But with the amount of off-site owners... 
then leaving that responsibility to the actual owner may not be a smart thing because tenants may not do it. So would that not be another way that insurance claims could come about because of the fan call units and whatnot within the actual unit itself? Yeah, the condo, if they want to protect themselves, the corporation should be looking after anything that they don't think the condo owners themselves would naturally think they're responsible for. And that would also have to be stipulated in the status clause report to say that the condo corporation is responsible for that or is the owner responsible. And then at least provide the uh, condo owner with a company that is certified by the corporation saying, yes, you can come in on a yearly basis. You know, it's part of what you have to do in your due diligence. We want these things cleaned regularly. And unfortunately, yes, you have to pay for it. And, you know, we would need to make sure it's it's done. Because the the one thing that would be a problem I guess for condo corporations is how do they keep track to make sure all this maintenance is on an ongoing basis being done? I know it's easy by the building, but each individual condo owner to make sure that they're keeping the maintenance on their building and they're not letting their own unit slack off and become a potential hazard to the whole corporation itself. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is that if the board took responsibility and hired a company to come in and go into every single unit, they have the ability to do that under the Condo Act to access into the units. And if they were to do that and check the fan coils, which are, you know, $14 to replace, at the same time, it gives them an opportunity to view the unit. So if they're viewing the unit, they would actually, that inspection would give them access to understanding whether or not there's a possible hoarder in a unit. Because, I mean, a hoarder, is there not a huge risk on insurance and safety with respect to hoarders? Because even on the Fire and Safety Codes Act, there's been, uh, I remember, what was it, uh, there was a huge fire on Wellesley in Toronto. That was a result of a hoarder. Yeah, we don't we don't really have anything in an insurance policy that stipulates between hoarders and non-hoarders. So if a fire is caused in a, in a unit, as far as we're concerned, it's still a fire loss, and, and the policy would respond to it and pay the damages and, and go on. The insurance company might want to re-underwrite the file later with that individual person to say why you know why did the fire happen? Did you do preventative maintenance? You know, you had too much clutter. They do it more so with uh, say um, condo uh, townhouses. Mm-hmm where they'll actually go in and do inspections on those, especially if they're over 25 years old. They'll send inspectors in to make sure, just like a regular home, that they're up to date, the furnace is up to date, all that kind of stuff. And there are, are some underwriting uh, regulations around, or guidelines around, you know, how far should boxes be by the furnace. And uh, if you have a wood stove, and I mean a fireplace in your townhouse condo, we have a questionnaire we have to fill out to make sure that there's nothing around it, that the um, tile floor in front of it, the carpet's not going right up to the sparks that could fly out. Now, newer condo townhouses are all built mostly with gas fireplaces, so they don't have the same problem. This is only with the older older uh, condo townhouses built prior to, say, maybe 1985 or 80 even, where they still have the old natural nice wood-burning mm-hmm. fireplace in the basement. So there's lots of underwriting regulations we have for that, but you don't see those same regulations being applied so much to high-rise condos. Exactly. So you figure, like, if you're looking at the breakdown, so to understand responsibility and understand who belongs what to whoever. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking at it, you've got the common elements of a condo corporation in a high-rise building. You have the unit, which is the unit owner or potentially even a tenant or an investor. Then you have a condominium townhouse complex. The exterior walls of the townhouse complex is part of the common elements for the corporation and the interior of the townhouse 
is actually belonging to the unit owner and their insurance responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes what we find with the uh, townhouse condo corporations is that sometimes their liability is a little bit different because what they're actually their condo fees are paying for is actually less. So they they'll actually be responsible for the heating, the hydro, the taxes on their own. The condo corporation will only be responsible for outdoor maintenance. So making sure the snow shoveled, the grass is cut, any painting and all that stuff because they want to, you know, usually always keep the the buildings looking into some degree of uniformity. So that puts a little bit more pressure on the building owner. Plus, their units are bigger. So they also make, have to make sure that they have more insurance coverage for the betterments and improvements on their own unit to make sure that the unit can be rebuilt back to the way it was prior to the loss. Right, exactly. So that covers basically what happens in condo townhouses, not just in the condo apartment. They're very different from one another as far as where the responsibilities and where the risk level would be. We're talking to uh, Paul Hayner of uh, Insurance Land here in Mississauga with respect to condominium insurance, whether it be a high-rise, low-rise, stacked townhouse, or a condominium townhouse. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Linda Pinizzato at the Hayes FM.